Welcome to the Hey Babe podcast. I'm Mary. And I'm Caitlin. And we're here just chatting about all the things near and dear to our hearts. So grab your favorite beverage because we're going to go deep and have some fun. (laughs) Oh my gosh, join us. Hey babes, it's a day (laughs) before, (laughs) before we're going away. So I can't for an it. overnight. I know it feels like it's I'm trying not, not to be too excited. I know. So we're taking um, one of Mary's really close friends and I are taking Mary away for a surprise little. Her 40th birthday is coming up, so we're going to take her for a girls' day night away, and she doesn't know where we're going. But yeah, I think and we need it as much as <laughs> probably more than she does, so we're just as excited. And and I know you'll know what I mean when I say this, but like I don't even care where we go. I know, which is crazy because I know you like to know. I know, I know, I love to know details because I get even more excited. But on this one. I literally like first of all, just because I know you guys and I totally trust whatever whatever you choose, yeah. I'm gonna be super happy with. Yeah. But I'm also just like the fact that I'm just going to like leave my house. I mean, when's the last time, <laughs> seriously, when's the last time you left the kids in Chad for twenty four hours? I mean, well, so for sure no ne- ne- I mean, Luke was born in May and I've never left. Right. I've never been away from um, obviously we were in COVID, so yeah. like I've never been away from them. Him. But then phew, before that, did you? Did, I think like I we. Like I did go away. Ago, you had like a weekend with your sister. I your did mom. go away for a weekend with my sister and mom, and I was very. I was. I wasn't very pregnant with Luke, but I was pregnant with Luke. Uh, I think it was like September. Yeah, that's not or October or something. Yeah, I was pregnant. Yeah, I was pregnant. You were pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, we don't know when the last time is, if ever. Yeah, really. <laughs> like for some. Definitely never since having three kids. Definitely never since having three kids. Another ball game. Yeah. 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 I didn't mean we meant we needed it more. I just meant like <clears throat> Mary and I are so excited. <laughs> so to excited. To celebrate, like yeah. Yeah. Just to get away. It's yeah. Like what we dreamed of. Like like. I guess the point is, like, thank God my birthday's coming up, so we had an excuse. Thank you. I, <laughs> so yes. we had an excuse yes. to, like, get away. Yeah. It's going to be – well, I'll, I'll, um, I'll do some stories while we're there. So yeah. See where we're at maybe I'll story it, like, the, the surprise that is yes. unraveling. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm very excited. And, and you know, I think that now that, um, obviously, COVID is not gone, but I feel like we are – or have really learned to live comfortably with it, responsibly right. with it. And so we can kind of move about. Well, did we talk about the fact that you're vaccinated? Because people know I'm vaccinated. You, you, we were going to tell your vaccination story last week, but we didn't. So Yes. I mean, I'm not fully like you oh, yet. Oh, that's right. But, I'm, halfway, but I'm, halfway I'm, halfway I'm a halfer. I'm a yeah. halfer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I snuck into a line at a end of day yeah. um, place, which I highly recommend doing because um newsflash for anybody that's upset at the fact that I got a vaccination these vac- these doses go to waste yeah they go to waste yeah. at the end of the day they have to stay a certain temperature right so just to give a short like cuz I actually did do some research about yeah. this cuz I want to know why exactly like I don't get the so at a vaccination clinic if you will like the place I went to at the at the junior college yeah. near our house um in the morning they take out all the doses for the day right based on all the appointments. And they have like I think they have like thousands of appointments. And this is this is the mind-boggling part. A lot of people don't show up for them. 
Oh my gosh. Who wouldn't show up for yeah. this thing? <laughs> Who would not show up? Yeah, I mean, short of like an emergency, it's like... Yeah, 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 of course. But I mean, like, we're talking like 50, 60 people a day don't show up for their appointments. Wow. That's actually not that surprising to me, but yes. I know, but I mean, in this particular case, like, why wouldn't you... So anyway, so at the end of the day, every day at the JC near where we live, um, you're welcome to line up. And you can literally just get in line. And if if you happen to be in line in time and you get the extra doses, cool. And if you don't, you go back the next day. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm halfway vaccinated. You're halfway vaccinated and I'm vaccinated. And then obviously, you know, the place we're going is at limited capacity. And so, yeah, it'll be good. We'll mask yeah. up. We'll hang out. It'll be nice. Yeah. I mean, we're just getting away to um, be in our own little bubble anyway. So it's not like we're like, oh, party. Yeah. Um, and just to like be human beings beyond, um, for me, beyond therapist or beyond mom, like I'm just like so excited or, yeah. you know, even, even beyond, I, I love being wife. And I think like Tony and I enjoy getting away together, just the two of us so much. Totally. There's something so different about getting away with girlfriends. I can't so tell you the last overnight I had with girlfriends. Yeah, it's it. We Bachelorette see. I usually probably. do. I so two of my girlfriends and I do a um, a summer overnight every yeah. year, and obviously we couldn't do it last year because of because of COVID. And um, but I look forward to that ev- like all year, every year. Yeah. I mean, we were just we actually just had a Zoom call last night because they don't live here, and so we had a Zoom call and we were like, "So our trip." Oh, we actually yeah. already we kind of penciled in a date just in case we can pull it off this year and. Anyway, yeah. but it's it's true. I look forward to it every single and year. It, it, getting away with girlfriends is different in the sense of I know everyone here is like, oh, I can't wait because it's been so long since we've been able to travel right? Yeah. or go anywhere. But getting to go to a hotel or whatever it is and like just hang out, have yeah. some drinks, if that's your thing, hang by the pool, whatever. Yeah. Um, when I'm with my husband and we're doing that, he's like, okay, what's next? Like, what are we doing? Like, he's yeah, not yeah. a good relaxer. <laughs> so we're like hanging out by the pool and he's like, I'll never forget, we were at this beautiful, we were at, um, well, Indian Springs in California, oh, yeah. which I love. And um, we try and go there for around our anniversary every year. And we were laying by these, what are they called? Mineral pools. These big, oh, beautiful yes. mineral pools and like kind of dipping in and out. And he decided he was bored. So he wanted to play, <laughs> um, what's that game called where they put you on your shoulders and you try and like. Oh, God, chicken? Chicken in the oh, pool. God's sake. Like, Let's play chicken. Like, Who was he going to play chicken I, with? He saw like a dad and a kid doing it. I was like, <laughs> no, like this is like a spa. You can't do that. But like they were doing it in like the family pool. I was just. Oh, yeah, so. my gosh. Love him. But so we're not going to be playing chicken. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to be playing chicken. That is, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't even know what we're going to do. But the point, like I know how how much fun we all have together yeah. so we could also just go sit in the room and, t- and gab the entire time i know and then all of a sudden it's like oh we got to go home as you can tell from our podcast we have <laughs> no problem talking um yeah so i'm really looking forward to it and um for for me and for us it's my husband's first time he 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 takes care of the kids all the time but overnight with all three kids oh yeah just because i don't know usually they go to a grandparent's house or something and so yeah. i was tempted to offer for the parents to take one of the kids, the grandparents, and he's like, I was, I was like, do you want, or I know I did offer, and let me take that back. Yeah. He's like, no, he's like, no, I've got it. I can handle it. I'm like, good. You know yeah. What? You should experience yeah. what it's like, and I'm sure it'll go great. Oh, know? yeah. My gosh, he can do it. 
Chad's gonna have all three kids too, and and, and your kids are much younger. The two are like the yeah. mother thing. Yeah, so he's got that to deal with. Plus, he's you but know it's great sleepers. We're going. They are great sleepers. I think the biggest catch is since we're going during the week, which he he approved, right? Or you know, on his schedule. Yeah. Um, but. I know that's going to be hard for him because he's going to be getting like phone calls and emails and oh, and Reese's distance learning and Reese's distance learning. So, but she she can she's hang she can hold her own on that. I think it's more that he's it's going to have he's going to have to be strategic about when the boys take a nap and then you can respond to everybody. I mean, it'll just yeah. mo- mostly I think it'll be fun for both of us <laughs> yeah, to see. Like, look at what we do. This with. is what yeah. my day is yeah. every day, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like Godspeed on trying to get anything else done. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I am very excited, so. Yay, I know. Me too. I can't even wait. So I was thinking, you know, we got a couple of messages and a lot of feedback, um, positive feedback around the topic of the mom village that we talked about last Or lack week. thereof. The lack thereof. Yeah. What did you make of that? Like, why do you think women were so interested in that topic? Like, I know we got some direct feedback. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I always think about this or I feel that way too. Yeah. What do you think it is? I mean, I think it's just the truth about how we all what we all thought we were going to get yeah. and you know it's like a what what do they say how it started and how it's going yeah, <laughs> like, yeah yeah um and I think that it just resonates with people more than um I, I think even more than we care to admit like I know. we're kind of disappointed right like that's yeah. and that's the thing like you want to try to stay positive and everything but it's disappointing yeah. because we didn't get that dreamy mom village that we all thought we were going to get when we grew up and again I'm not saying nobody gets a mom village but I'm talking about like the big old village and like the 10 people that live like within a mile of you that are going to help out all day every day Mm -hmm. you know like I'm I'm Mm -hmm. talking about that true like big old mom village Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think people resonate with that because it's true we're all we're all disappointed and we're chugging along and we're moving on but like it's disappointing yeah I agree. And I also think like maybe um, we were all at our t- in our 20s. We had like a group of close girlfriends, right? Yes. And we were doing everything everything together and up until our weddings, blah, blah, blah. And then like you have kids and the reality is, is life gets more complicated. Life gets more busy. You get more disconnected. And so you went from having that like sort of girlfriend village to suddenly being like, oh, how are we going to make this work with all these kids? And it's like not even like people try to fall off, right? Like the radar, it's just that life comes up. So, yeah. I don't know. It's harder to maintain those relationships. So um, I don't know. Or or you end up finding your mom friends and people that you didn't think you would or situations you didn't think you would. Yeah. Right? Like it, it, it wasn't who you thought it was going to be. And I yeah. think that's a big part of it too. Totally. I like, mean, look at, I look at who I imagined would be my closest friends when I had kids. And most of those people aren't really, I mean, a couple of them are in my life, but not, not most of them. Right. Not how you pictured it. No. It was funny. Um, not funny, of course, but when my sister was just about to have her baby and she is the first of her gr- good girlfriends to have a baby. Uh-huh. Um, and she's got these, she's part of this like really tight group of six. I mean, they all, and they all are friends from high school, like long term. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And, uh, and it's really cute. And so, but I was telling her, like, I don't know, we were having like this really real conversation about friends yeah. and I was like, God, you know, what's weird is, and I'm not even saying anyone's going to choose this or want it, but your relationships with them are about to change significantly. And she's like, no, I mean, you know, cause innocently like not. Yeah. Like that. we'll yeah. be, but it just, 
your life just takes on a whole, it, it doesn't even take on, it goes down a whole nother path. Right. Suddenly, right. like a, just in one fell swoop. No matter what you intend. Yeah. And it yes. doesn't mean that those friendships die by any means, but it, but they change. And then, mm-hmm. so the girls that you were doing, I mean, like we had just done my sister's 30th birthday last year um, before she was having a baby. And, yeah. and we, you know, it was like this full blown, big San Francisco party and all of her best girlfriends were there. And, and it's hard, it's hard to imagine that that's not who's going to be sitting right mm-hmm. there with you when you're like, you know, sleep deprived with a newborn, mm. but it just isn't. Yeah. And it just, it's, it's just a reality. It's mix, hard. And those people really are. Yeah. Yeah. They can't yeah. Like a couple of yeah. her girl, a couple of those friends had moved. Um, I know like one of her best girlfriends moved down to Southern California. And so then it's like, oh, well crap. Now that COVID's happening. Yeah. How are we supposed to even see each other all the time? And you know, they, they're really good about being, about maintaining their friendship, but it's, it's just different. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. I think that in general, like, I think that the, the sort of like key or the headline here is that we underestimate the power of female friendship in general, right? Yeah. Like whether it's working or not working for you, like, I think it's a, it's a big thing for us. And I know when I was like early on in my marriage, I think, and early on in babies, I really just focused on family and family and that's all I really had time for totally I probably was crappy at keeping up with friendships I know I was um but the further I'm going down this path of of life and motherhood I'm recognizing how important female friendships are but they aren't going to look how I thought they were and they aren't probably going to be with who they thought they were and less is more right like I'm okay with having just a few really close friends I don't need I don't need the whole big I don't know horse and pony show if you will yeah yeah I don't know. I just think that we sometimes like, I also heard somebody saying, um, talking about like best friend breakups and how painful that is and how it can be just as painful, if not more than like the loss of like a boyfriend or a husband. We don't think of it that way. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that's another way that we sort of underestimate this whole topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny when I was little or younger, I don't know. I, I, I think it was maybe in like the junior high age, except I went to a K through eight school, so it wasn't mm-hmm. junior high. I didn't know that that was even a thing. Yeah, you're like, but yeah, um, moved to the next class. Yeah, but we were. Um, I was in school, and I, you know, I don't know. There was some big issue with a big group of girls, and my and I was like, you know, so emotional over it. I don't even remember the situation, but mm-hmm. my dad. I remember my dad saying, um, you know, you you'll know that you have a blessed life if you can count your count your friends on one hand. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dad, oh my God, five friends. That's all. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. I was so like, that's not a life. Like that sounds so lonely. And now of course, skip ahead, you know, like 30 years. And I'm like, Oh, I get it. I get it. it. And you have so many more friends than five, but what you need is five of your people. Your people. Yeah. The people you can really count on and who get you. I think that it's all about also feeling really understood for who you are and what you're about and then being accepted for that, you know? And having that energy around you that fills you up, right? Like I think, um, I know we talked about this a little bit in an earlier episode, maybe even our first episode. But what, what COVID has, I think, taught us in so many ways is what's important and what's not. It's taught us a lot of shitty things and mm-hmm. a lot of things we didn't want. But, like, I think to recognize that, like, a lot of us have gone through this process this year of sort of weeding out, maybe it's naturally happening, the people in our life that that 
didn't fill up, did, didn't lift us up, but kind of like tore us down. Right. 100. And I think that's been huge. I, I heard, um, I was doing the Peloton app the other day and one of the instructors said something that stood out to me so much. She said, I'm so mindful of the people that affect my energy. Mm. And then she like repeated it. She's like, I'm so mindful of the people that affect my energy. I think she even said negatively impact my energy. And I was like, Damn, like we have to be, right? Yes, absolutely. Do you feel like you've like weeded out people or in I mean Yeah. I don't know about like um I think I was already on the path of how do I want to say this? And recognizing that like where I'm going and heading in life and the things that I value had naturally had me growing apart from certain people in my life totally certain friendships and that's okay like yeah sure there and um and there's nothing against those people and I'm actually yeah. still friends with a lot of them but just not on as close of a capacity yeah and I think it's that like I love that analogy of like trying to squeeze yourself into a box that you don't fit in anymore and I feel like that comes up for me a lot when I try and go and revisit old relationships mm-hmm. where I'm like not that I'm like better or above it but my values are different. The things I care about and the things I like to do. And yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I, I do feel like that's happened. And then with COVID, it's been a good, it's been easier to not just say yes to like social obligations. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. What about you? Do you feel like? Um, I don't feel like I weeded anybody out, but I feel like I, like, like I was already on that path. Yeah. So I'd already, um, I'd already kind of figured out who I wanted to keep close, mm-hmm. but I will say COVID helped me with like the stragglers, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the people, like, <laughs> like the, yeah, we're still kind of trying to force this thing and like, and now we don't have to anymore. Right. Like, let's, let's just, just, let's just be on, let's just call it what it let's is. Let's just let this one go. Yeah. Um, so I feel like my circle has gotten even smaller, mm-hmm. but more rich. Yeah. Like it's definitely strengthened my relationship. Yeah. Right, with certain people. Um, yeah. Yeah. With like other people, it's actually enhanced my relationship. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and I will say like, it's strengthened our relationship, obviously. We started this podcast, <laughs> um, which is just our excuse to be able to like drink wine and hang out with each other. I know. We have no wine tonight, by I the know, way. We're dead sober. That's okay. Tomorrow we'll make up um, for we're it. Saving it. We're saving it for our, for our girls day. Um, well, and then I actually have strengthened my relationship with my husband this might not be a popular opinion because I know like statistically divorce rates are skyrocketing but this past year I feel like has really strengthened our relationship in a lot of ways yeah just because there wasn't so much noise and distraction and we were able to actually just like spend more time more time who needs more time but like and be able to spend more like quality time with each other it's not all perfect I mean there's days where we're like really annoying each other but I feel like in general, to one, spend more time and recognize that we actually like being together. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> it has been, has been I mean, I think that that's the beauty and maybe for some the heartache of what COVID's brought on, right? Like if you had a good relationship, but it could have gotten even better yeah. than that, then you had the opportunity. And maybe if your relationship was not fantastic yeah. and really, really struggling and maybe was needing to go down a certain path that you were trying to avoid that probably happened during COVID. You know that. So true. It's the pressure cooker. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't even, like Chad and I were just saying the other day, I feel like we were 
because we were already like kind of already in that knee deep of like having a little one at home even before COVID. Like Warren yeah, was still little. You had Warren, yeah. You had. He was like just one. Yeah. Um, we were already like in our good zone of like time together, and and so then and then I mean we got more time together, but we were so distracted having another one that it wasn't. It was just. It's been really great. You were gonna be home mostly right yeah like yeah. like this didn't necessarily change how much time we could get together right but I'm also really fortunate that Chad like really prioritizes his time at home he does yeah and I I'm so lucky and with his job I'm not saying but I think with his job he has the ability to because he's built this totally to like design his hours yeah not that it's easy but he can he can no I mean out. I'm so I'm so fortunate he can pick and choose when he takes an important call or a meeting or whatever yeah. it's going to be like based around my schedule. He like, I mean, I'm so lucky that that's not a normal situ- no. working situation, right. you know, it's super respectful too of him because, and he should, and by the way, all men should and all partners should, they should. So this should be just like standard operation, but it's not. And we all know that. Yeah. So the fact that like currently you don't have a traditional like in the workplace job, but you have a mom job, which is big and a lot of other things going on. Right. Um, the fact that he makes that a priority, I think is really, yeah, yeah. And all, I think that's what we should aspire to. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Kudos, Chad. I know. I know. Bring us some champagne. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't send me out the door with champagne today, so maybe he's not paying that much attention. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, okay. One little, um, uh, addition I want to make. Yeah. I just watched this most amazing. Okay. So, okay. If anybody likes like live theater. Okay. And we can't do that right now. Yeah. Like I have something for you. What is it? It's a one hour, one man show. Hmm. And, um, I've watched it now several times. Are you a theater person? No, I'm actually oh, not. No. I'm actually not. But okay. I know that there are people who are like dying that they can't go yeah. see live theater. Yeah. I wish I was that sophisticated. I, know. I really do. Fancy. It's so sophisticated <laughs> yeah. and hopefully I'll get there. I mean, but I'd love to go see a good, like I've, I've seen a Broadway show and like the Lions. Like, yeah. No, I, lo- yes, I love them. Yeah. I just am not. It's not like our hobby. Yeah. yeah. But I have something for everybody to watch. Okay. So it's on YouTube. I, like I said, it's a winter show, and it's called Claire D'Angelo is Essential. Claire D'Angelo is Essential? Yep. Okay. So I'm just going to say that. Next week we can talk about it after okay, you get to watch it. Okay. It's so good. Okay. I can't even, of all the things that I've been, like, watching, this, it's so, um, it's so relevant. Yeah. Um, It's so eye-opening. Is it dancing, singing? No. No. Okay. No. You don't want to tell me. I'm that. not going to say anything <laughs> because it's too good. It's too okay. good. Yeah. It's just too just good to even it. like. I'll watch it tonight. So I'm telling you guys, come on. If you're all watching like the freaking Bachelor uh, finale or whatever, you can watch one hour of this. It's But you will be so enriched by it. Okay. I'm going to watch it for sure. Okay. So Claire D'Angelo is essential. Okay. I think you can just type it right into Google. And if you can't, message us and I can send you the link. But it's right on YouTube. Um, okay. What else? I don't know. I'm leaving for Hawaii next week. Yes, that is huge. And we're going to actually do our podcast from Hawaii. I'm yeah. I'm with Mary in her suitcase. So I, don't know <laughs> so 
we are. We're going to find a way to do. We're going to Zoom podcast or call. We're going to do it one way or another. So maybe like a, maybe a Facebook or Instagram live while we're podcasting. Yeah. Let me know. We'll keep you guys posted because I want to mostly because I want us to all see where Mary is and just live vicariously through you and pretend like we're just like basking in the sun. Yeah. Okay. I'm into that. I'm super into are that. Are you going to drink Mai Tais? Are you, are you a Mai Tai girl? Well, you know, the whole thing about the last, like, three times we've gone to Hawaii and yeah. I've been pregnant every time. So, so I'm going to drink everything. You I'm just going to throw that. You're going to Hawaii when you're pregnant. I know, I know, but you, we know I'm not this time. Yeah. We're good. Okay, I good. made sure of it. Yeah, good. <laughs> I, made, I made sure good. of it. Yeah. And um, I'm not trying to sound like just a raging alcoholic, but I'm going to drink everything. Because yeah. I because I have time. There's nothing like... Like, I, I don't care who tries to make a Mai Tai here back in the States. But, like... Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, back... Yeah. Yeah, here. Not as good as, like, sitting in Hawaii and drinking a Mai Tai. Nothing It's is. true. I mean, I think I'll it probably start sweet. with... Yeah. Like, because I only can usually handle, like, one, like, totally. lava flow. Yeah. Oh, that's And amazing. then I can... But just because it's too, like... It's, it's like a meal. It's a meal. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to start with that. Yeah. So that I'm kind of, like... Check yeah. it off my list because Mai Tai is fantastic. Yeah, and Mai Tai is too. Like after a couple, get a little sweet. But, but we're going to – um, we're obviously going to also just hit the grocery store because I have boys that nap a lot, and so yeah. I'll just be in my room. Not that I'm just going to be in my room <laughs> drinking the whole time, but I'm just saying but like – it's cocktail hour. Yeah, I, I, I mean – I have a drink for you, a Hawaiian – I have uh, something that – not that we go to Hawaii that often, but when we do – yeah, that you make? Yes. Oh, why so, haven't you never made it here? Well, because, again, it only feels like you can drink it in Hawaii. Oh, but I guess get over that. <laughs> you're going to love it. So do you, have you had Pog when you're in Hawaii? Like yes. Orange, yes. Orange. <laughs> Passion orange guava? Yes. Okay. But it's not as good here as it is there, too. No, I agree with that. So you get the Pog. You get a tall cup, tons of ice. You get the Pog, okay. you pour it in. Some soda water and some vodka. Okay. So just a splash of soda water for that bubbly. Okay. Or if you don't want it as sweet and you mix it up, it is the best thing ever. Vodka, vodka with that. I'm kind of surprised. Okay. You can do rum. I'm sure okay. rum would be really good. Um, I've just, we've done it with vodka, but actually I bet rum would be really good. Yeah. That's what I would have assumed you were going to say, but I'll. Like a Mai Tai. But if you're okay. wanting, if you're tired of like the dark liquor, I would definitely try it with vodka. You're like, if really by two, good. if by day two, you're tired of the dark liquor. <laughs> Oh, jeez. So good. Or if you just want to make it non-alcoholic, pog and soda water is actually really good, too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. yeah At yeah. that point, I'm just, like, it's just going to be water or yeah, good beverage. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't waste the calories on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to do, like, a juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, but for your kids, my kids, whenever, I mean, maybe this is bad that we only do this, but. When we're having like happy hour or having a drink, um, our kids are like, I want a special drink. And we usually make them like bubbly water. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised actually because Reese loves like, I mean, all, you know, pink lemonade and apple juice and grape juice, but like has never taken to a um, Shirley Temple. But she doesn't, Reese doesn't like anything bubbly. Oh. So, and I forgot, that has, like, Sprite, or what does that have yeah, in it? Yeah, Sprite and um, Grenadine. Yeah, it has. You can make it with soda water and Grenadine, it's just as good. But she she won't do bubbly at all. She won't do bubbly. Man, yeah. That was, like, my favorite thing. Oh, my gosh. Kids. I know, as a kid, that was, like, all I, that was all I ever, whenever we went out to a restaurant, Me I too. ordered a Shirley Temple. Oh, my gosh. We have, like, parallel. With the cherry, of course. Um, and then my brothers would get Roy Watt. Roy Rogers. I can't talk to you. Oh, jeez. Because I've seen eight clients. Let's just talk about that one for a second. I think you're over-talked, for, first of all. <laughs> no, I can't stop talking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, so very unlike Caitlin's schedule today, yeah. she saw eight 
Mm-hmm. Eight normally clients. See, normally a normal day is five. Um, when I'm really busy, I'll see six. I've seen seven. But normally it's five to six in a day. And I have to tell you, anything above five or six feels like ten more. Yeah. A, set, yeah. a client. Yeah. And I and I I'm proud of myself though because I really prepared for today. Like I knew it was going to be a crazy busy day and I did it to myself. I yeah, because it sessions. just must deplete you. It, it just does. But I, I knew I needed to do it because we're leaving tomorrow. And also the need is for mental health is incredibly high right now. So I don't have to tell you this, but like I could have full-time clients and still have more people emailing me, you know? So yeah. it's like, a blessing for my business but also I feel like I can't even I am turning people away but it feels harder to do than ever because you're just sending them places that are also full yeah so there's a little bit more pressure to take on a little bit more right now but I um made sure I had my big thing of water today mm-hmm. I ate a good breakfast and I packed a lunch good and for I you at 9 15 last night oh oh my gosh I, and I, I mean I'm a 10 o'clock to bed yeah person, but like I got to bed Oh, and I really went all crazy. And at like seven, I gave the kids like cereal. My kids get up early. And so yeah. Like your kids are probably still sound asleep. And I got on the Peloton and I did like the, a 30 minute ride. because I was Look like, at you. I, I'm like, I need to treat this like I'm going yeah. to like a competition yep. or something. Yeah. Like you were marathoning it today. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't feel as bad as I think I normally would if I didn't. Do oh, I'm so days. impressed. Way to go. Thanks. I know. It just always takes some extra planning, huh? It does. And that's what I'm learning. And I'm not the best at it a lot of times, but I'm learning and I'm working on that. You know, with my new found ADD issues, I'm really working on. Yeah. Like um, making plans to yes. make it work better. Yeah, totally. Do you yeah. find that to be helpful? So helpful. So have I talked about this on this podcast? I don't think so. Because I, I do the mental health podcast, um, um, Living Well with Caitlin, little shout out mm-hmm. there. It's pretty, it's like every other week now, but I talked about it last time about my experience of recently getting diagnosed with ADHD and um, it comes as no surprise to most people who know me really well. Like, oh yeah, of course you have ADD. Like, um, <laughs> not surprising, that's, but I never. That's funny that everybody who knows you well would. Yeah. I told Allie, my, one of my closest friends since like eighth grade and she's like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> And she was so, but super supportive, you know? Yeah, of course, of course. I've had so many, like, Mary, like, I'm just like, oh, like, I I know I shouldn't feel like shame about this, or I know I shouldn't worry about taking the medication, but I feel like, just like weird about it. And you're just like, no, like, do what you need to do. It's like, I can preach about that all day long, but when it comes to myself, Mm. I experienced a lot of sort of like, just sort of having to work through my own negative thoughts about what it meant to have ADHD. But anyway, I've had it since I was little, but I think because I grew up in such a like structured home, it didn't go crazy and I was able to do well in school yeah. and I actually did well in my small college and graduate school, but as an adult and then like um having so many kids. <laughs> I was just going to say and a big and so household. Many kids and a household and a business, it's like and then COVID, it's like it just like really triggered my boiled my over. Boiled yeah. Over. And I was like, and, and there's, I'll tell the story another time, but there was one particular day where I felt like it was too much. It wasn't normal. And like, even my husband was getting irritated and I was like, that enough, like yeah. take care of your shit. You know, you take yeah, care we all of have our limits. Shit. Yeah. So I saw the psychiatrist who I now love and, um, 
so so it's two part. I'm I am taking medication, which I'm like, well, it feels funny to say it on here, but I want to break the stigma around it because absolutely, it's bullshit that we even feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm working on just better planning, yeah, and time management. How uh, how are you? I'm sure there's some people that are wondering then mm-hmm. it, about for themselves. Like, how are yeah. you feeling on the medication? So, um, yes, uh, I want to say this. Like, women and ADHD oftentimes goes missed because we don't. It doesn't look like it does for like yeah. those with ADD. Totally. Um, and I interchange the two, but really it's ADHD. Um, and so on the medication. I, I'm taking Adderall, a very low dose. I wanted to take like the babiest dose just to see how it feel, felt because I was worried about like, I was worried about just the idea that it's like a controlled substance and just the negative stigma around it. And I, I mean, I'm feeling good. I started like noticing a difference right away um, where I was, um, I think I told you, I texted you, I'm like, is this what normal people's brain feels like? <laughs> like, I just, there's, it's subtle though, because I'm such a low dose. I might consider increasing, but right now I'm good. Um, Where like, I don't have to search for my keys anymore. Like they're always in the same spot. And then you're saying, well, aren't your keys just, don't you just put them somewhere? I think we had this conversation on here. Yeah. And then, you know, I can find things. I'm not dumping out my purse all the time. I'm not losing. I haven't lost my AirPods in like a month. Um, big. This is big. I'm less late to things. This is big. I'm not, not late, but I'm less late. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm noticing a difference. And a lot of it, then the, the other part of it does come with like the behavioral changes that I think the medication helps me to be able to do. Absolutely. So. Do you feel like there's like, do you personally feel like there's a stigma around the medication because it feels like there's something like there was something wrong. There's something you did or there's something no, wrong. I like think it's that medication in particular, like I don't feel it with like okay, okay. taking an SSRI for anxiety or depression, um, which I know I've talked about. You like, feel specifically like Adderall. Adderall because, because like you hear about like in college sure. kids would pop Adderall to study. It's like, almost yeah. like it's like cocaine. It's become an abused drug. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an, an, an or a misused drug. Yeah. And abused and totally over prescribed. So it's shitty because it's really effective for people with ADHD. And for me, it actually doesn't hype me up. It actually slows me down and helps me focus. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, that's what I felt was just like, I didn't, I didn't want to be seen as like a med seeker. Like, I know. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, no, like, but it's good to, it's good to say this out loud because Adderall to lose weight. Yeah. That's a huge thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm just saying it because I'm sure other people feel it too. That's what I want you to keep <laughs> saying it because I'm sure there are people who are yeah. who have maybe been thinking that this is something that they could be potentially diagnosed yeah. with, but they're too afraid to go that route or totally. too nervous about what the outcome is going to be or taking yes. a medication. Especially women who are professionals. I think yes. like being a business owner and being, especially being a therapist or in mental health or anything, I guess it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, you feel like it's almost like sh- that's another part of shame, like a, another mm-hmm, side of the mm-hmm. like shaming feeling of like I don't want anyone to like see this part of me that's not perfect or like buttoned up. Totally. But guess but what? But really, Nobody that's is. a and lie about life yeah, anyway. It's a lie. Yeah. And really, what I'm working through in the in my book that I'm writing is working through all that bullshit that we tell ourselves about. I I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a therapist. I'm I should have this. You know. I, I should be I have perfect. it all together with no help. Yeah. 
or if you're a mom and you have these yeah. perfect kids, right? Everything should be, you know, they're yep. always dressed right or, you know, and I don't want anyone to see my mess, messy kitchen or whatever. And it's all just bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I'm so, I I mean, I've noticed the more calmness in you. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what you've done. Well, I, I mean. my mom for feedback too, because my husband, forget it. I'm like, Tony, have you noticed anything? And he's like, no. I'm like, you're not <laughs> helping. <laughs> I just, I just noticed that there's a more calm you because I feel like you, you feel more calm and in control. Right. And can, I don't really like the word control because it makes it sound like you were trying to get control and that's not what it no, was. I but, you but you know, that control, like I actually, I have. Things are more intentional. I have things together today so mm-hmm. that I can go about my day looking ahead. Yeah. And like, whereas before, I think the way that, that your mind was working, it was like, I, I'm so surprised you kept it all together. Yeah. Because you were just kind of like sweetly flying by the seat of your pants. Always. And winging it, flying oh. by the seat of my pants. Like, and you did it really yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, I think but I like, did. but I know, but I think what ends up happening is so you did it really well for everybody else, but then that, that put a lot of stress and pressure on you. Totally. Yeah. You're nailing it. I think that internally you're just like, ah, like yeah. what's going on? And yeah. that's where the anxiety comes from. Totally. So it's all like, it's all good. It's all like, I think it's, it's a journey I like am happy to talk about and share about because I wish I would have like addressed it, it early. earlier yeah. on. Um, and also I'll continue to share about it as, as things shift and change. Yeah. So. I have a feeling there are a lot of women out there that are, yeah, I so I've started like, to research and like check out in different social media accounts because I'm like, yeah, you know, you want to feel like okay, I'm not the only one, and I know that I I obviously work with my own clients who have it, but to feel like there's other like female professionals or just moms out there who are struggling with it, and I've been able to find a lot of support online. I'm sh- yeah, so I just like yeah, click on like a lot of Instagram accounts that like like um this one called Authentically ADHD, and she just posts different facts about it and like mm. how it how it looks different than we we thought it would and um like one about like being a mom with ADHD and it's really inspiring me to want to like do more in that space but totally well I think even as just like a, a person a random person like when I think about ADHD the visual I have for it is like a a second grade boy who can't, right? Who can't, who's contr- like bouncing around, who's bouncing around and getting in trouble all the time because he can't stay quiet in class. Yes. That's not the right picture. No, that's just one, one I mean, slice of the pie. Totally. But so I think that, I think it is important to talk about what this looks like in so many different people's lives. Yes. A hundred percent. There's a great book for anyone who's interested. And it's actually, I'm staring at it right now. It's called Driven to Distraction and then Delivered from Distraction. And they're both by. Dr. Howell and they're amazing books about awesome. ADHD and he's a psychologist and he has it too. Oh so, yeah. There's a lot of resources out there, but unfortunately we just get the wrong picture when it comes to, yes, it, you know? yes. But and, we can only get a better picture if people are willing to talk about it. Yep, so yep. Cannot suffer in silence. It doesn't help you and it doesn't help anyone else. Yeah. Either. Yep. So, um, Okay. Totally different subject. Have you been watching yeah. anything or yes, reading I was anything? Say, let's shift. I'm sweating yeah. over here. You guys, being vulnerable is hard work, right? I even know. You do for, such a good job even of Even for it. somebody who does it quite often, it's hard. It's hard. Um, so I'm happy to, to change the subject. Let's talk about what I've been – oh, I'm still on Firefly, Firefly Lane. Yep. I watch things much slower than you, um, mostly because – I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, why do you watch slower, things well, slower I than feel, me? Okay, I have a theory, and tell me if I'm wrong. When I used to, like, when I was home more, I'm not home that much anymore. Yeah, I'm home a lot. And I was, like, with the kids, I would, like, fold laundry yeah. and, like, do stuff while watching a show. Yep. I don't get, I can't do that anymore. By the time I sit down to watch TV at yeah, you're night, exhausted. I'm so tired. And I yeah. know you are, too, at night. But I miss, that is one part. I was not a great stay-at-home mom. But I do miss yeah, being able yeah. to watch some shows. Um, I don't know if you do that, but, like occasionally I, it's hard to watch like because then you're pausing it and then you're, yes yeah. yes so it's hard to watch and then of course the only shows that for some reason I'm like oh my gosh the kids are napping and Reese is busy right now like I'm gonna sit down and finish and then it's like a totally inappropriate show that if she walks in and sure I enough know. there she is and you're like oh, okay this is like ah you know I can't be watching your honor when Reese is in the room totally. or um I know there. I haven't so I haven't started anything new, but there's a bunch I want to watch because I just saw an article popped up on like Buzzfeed or something that was like, "What's come out on <clears> Netflix <throat> Netflix lately?" And it's I want to watch that one you talked about last week. I care a lot. Oh, okay. I care a lot is the movie on was that Netflix? Netflix yeah, it was ne- yeah. number one on Netflix. That's a must. Everybody needs mm-hmm. to watch. It. I care a lot. I'm gonna say one. I'm gonna. I have not watched this yet, but my girlfriend's called just going like crazy over this show, and I'm gonna start watching it tonight. It's um, Ted Lasso. What is it about? So it's on Apple TV. Yeah. And I don't even know, but they were freaking. They were like, "Oh my gosh!" Is if it a you need one? no, 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 no. Okay. It's like funny and and okay. I think easy breezy and heartfelt. And I I don't even honestly I shouldn't even be talking about it because I don't know yet. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna okay. start it tonight, and I think and the big thing. It's a series, I believe, in their half-hour episodes, okay. which is always a plus. I really like these Apple TV shows. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, are we surprised? Like Apple. No, but everything they put out is Apple doesn't good. screw around. Um, but have you watched anything else? No, but there's – have you heard there's like a documentary on Biggie coming out? <gasps> what? Yes. No? Didn't even hear that? we got to pull up that article. But there's a bunch – like I feel like Netflix is going big. Netflix is going crazy. Well, Netflix promised like through the end of – or through 2021 – that they were just going to go nuts. <laughs> Let me see. I'm actually pulling up Netflix right now. You tell us. Is there anything else you're watching? Um, no. So I'm so I'm going to start Ted Lasso. Um, okay. uh, no, I don't even have. I mean, I've you know my regulars. This is us. And what about Ginny and Georgia? What's that about? That says so. I I've seen a couple of previews. I have no idea. Like number um, one right now. I just looked top ten in the U.S. today. Number one on Netflix. Ginny and Georgia. It's about a mother and a daughter. There was some controversy around Taylor Swift. Like they 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 referenced Taylor Swift in a way that was sexist, and she was like pissed off about it. Oh. So I don't know enough to talk about it, but interesting. Okay, the okay that just reminded me because you said yeah. two names. The other show that I'm absolutely gonna watch is the um um why am I forgetting Allen vs Pharaoh? What's that? Um, Woody Allen and Mia Farrow. Oh, and um. I have not seen yet, but the her obsession, and I think it was an unhealthy obsession with adopting children. Oh, and his unhealthy obsession with children in general. Oh. Um, probably Weird. too heavy for you after seeing ten clients today, or eight clients today, it? but I'll, I'll check it out though. Um, so I definitely wanted. Oh yeah, so Biggie, it's already out. It just came out. Top I'm ten in the U.S. Yesterday. today. Okay. Um, Gosh, there's just a lot of stuff to watch. I can't like then by the time I sit down, I'm so tired. Plus, like, like, am I gonna have to like download all this stuff before I leave on my trip so I can watch it all? Because sometimes hotel play like they don't have good streaming services. Let's um, we'll bring some stuff to watch tomorrow because like we know we're we're just gonna talk. Yeah, good luck watching a show (laughs) tomorrow on our getaway. Good luck. The other thing I've been doing 
it's because I've been trying to like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't need wine on a random weeknight. And, you know, I like to have it sometimes. So I'm not saying I never will drink wine on a random weeknight. <laughs> no me. one's judging you. <laughs> but like, I'll be like, maybe I'll have a cup of sleepy time tea instead. Oh. And then I'm like, it really, that stuff that really knocks you out works. It is so weird. <laughs> I'm like, what? It t- I, I was falling asleep the other night on the couch, like after three sips. And Tony's like, Probably just because I was tired, obviously. Yeah, I think it's but just because you're tired. Even though I was like, "No, <laughs> you weirdo." Oh no. God. Um, I I guess I'll try I that. I need any help. I know. I'm like, I don't really need any help. My my mom and I think my dad they like have a like it's a very, I mean, religiously have a cup of tea before they go to bed. Really? Is it sleepy time? Do you know? Um, or it's something. Meal? It's something. Something relaxing. Yeah. But. I mean, that's like, that's part of their ritual every day. Like, yeah, I no, I. sitting with the warm cup. Yes. And um, it's like a replacement for a glass of wine, but it's like, it's just yeah. so satisfying because it's like warm, if not more. It was funny. Know? My mom, we were talking about, um, and I'm going to do a little poll even on our Hey Babe Insta about this, but as we're getting ready to redo our kitchen, I was saying like, what do you think like the thing, the, like the must-haves need to yeah. be? And um, she was saying, you know, oh, a hot water an instant hot water. And I was like, eh, I don't need an instant yeah. hot water. And she's like, well, you know, it's really nice if you have tea every night. And I was like, but I don't have tea every yeah. night. She's like, well, you should. And also you have like that fancy coffee maker that can. And I have my fancy coffee maker, yeah. but, but instant hot, like I have to turn yeah. that on oh, and yeah, do, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, um, that is nice, the hot water. so she, I mean, she, my mom actually has like a really cool hot water thing, but my aunt has an instant hot water and she's saying that like, cause she put it in her new kitchen and she was like, Loving this it. was the best thing I put in, in the new kitchen. Well then you would just drink tea more, right? I but probably would. The cause reason I don't drink tea is cause I'm so yeah. lazy. It's too much to boil the water. How lame is that? Amen. I mean, half yeah. the reason I have my latte every morning is cause I have my fancy machine. I wouldn't go yeah. to Starbucks every morning and get it oh, at gosh. this point in my life. Like, no. cause I'm home with the kids well, no. before, you. Like, that would be super but I mean, before when I was like, leaving yeah, yeah. my house every morning I would be like oh I'll stop and grab a right. coffee now or whatever like I have it prepped and ready to go yeah. and push the button and that's it yeah yeah Lo- I love that so um yeah so anyway I need some suggestions on must-haves for a kitchen yeah put that up I'd love to hear what people say I know I don't have any suggestions other than just like I mean you're you're so awesome at this like just spacing it out in the way that's going to be intuitive because there's so much yes. about our kitchen that's just because we moved in with it the way it was, that's just not intuitive. That is, yeah. That That's where I think we'll make changes eventually. Right now we're going to just live with it. But I, I can't wait to design a kitchen that makes sense. I mean, <laughs> my kitchen is 0% conducive to our family. Right. 0%. I think, well, we basically have very similar kitchens. Yeah, I mean, there's, but. Uh, They're 1990, whatever. Yeah, ours um, is like. Ours is a little bit redone. Yours is a little bit more redone than because mine. Because then it's no justifying, like, just because we have marble colors, I know. you know. I know. So, I know. Anyway, I can't even wait. Like, right now, it's just like not one cabinet works or flows for us. The kids can't reach their things. I can't, it's just. Those cabinets are horrible. I know I feel you on that. Yeah. Uh, first anyway, problems first world problems for sure. Um, okay, before we wrap, should we give any kind of an update on schooling stuff? Oh, God. Even though we absolutely hate this subject now? All I'll say is, and then I'll let you go. All I'll say. It's like, suddenly I can't open my phone without there being some media outlet or source posting about, um, schools trying to reopen and the need for schools to reopen and how kids are suffering. So it is definitely front and center as it should be right now in the media world, um, finally, but I just don't know. And then it's just, I feel saddened, saddened. I feel sad yeah. that it's become 
polarized between if you're pro opening schools and you're anti teacher. And it's just, yeah. no, I, that is not true. I'm yeah. not anti teachers. I don't No, yeah, I no, don't, God, or, no. Or, or, um, administration, we're just pro kids, mental health and, and health in general. So yeah. it's difficult. I think I kind of had like a little come to Jesus conversation last night with two of my girlfriends on our, like, we do like a Zoom call every couple yeah. of weeks. And one of them is um, in the school, um, in the field of yeah. schools. And in the field, in the field, field. I don't, of yeah, education or of education. Yeah. Thank you. And I think I finally had this like, because I've been so upset about it now. Like, I don't understand why our kids aren't in school. Yeah. I don't understand why this is even a topic of conversation. They're showing in other places that kids are in school safely and both. Okay. What I'm really realizing now, and I think this was like the same realization I came to with my studio at some point, was that regardless of when our um, our county kind of quote unquote reopened, there was still going to be an immeasurable amount of fear. Yes. And the fear isn't necessarily well defined right. or or justifiable. It's but it's real. It's, it's still real fear. Yeah. Fear. Yeah. And I think what I really realized last night when we were kind of going back and forth about all this in our call, in our call was that like just so many people, there's just so much unknown yeah, and not even unknown. Like what is the County going to do? But I think even the County is like, we just don't even know. I mean, now they're saying there's all these variants. Do you want us to go send these kids all back to school and then everybody gets sick? I mean, I, there's just so much unknown about this yeah. freaking virus still, right. still, right? That makes it so hard. That yeah. makes it so hard to make a decision. And I'm not, I mean, I want our kids back in school, period. Although they're saying the variants are protected from the vaccination. I know. But they but don't there's, know for but sure. But they don't know for sure. So <laughs> yeah. it's just all of this unknown you. stuff. And so I don't even know. I'm not that I'm trying to point fingers at anyone, but like, I don't even know what which way is up at this point. I know. I think a lot of people feel that. Yeah. And all we know is that kids, I feel comfortable with, based on the information that I have to send my child back to yeah. school full time. But that's not how it's going to I mean, that's just not how it works. But like but it, I think I'm just having to really accept the fact that because there's just so much unknown. Yeah. No one's willing to risk it. No one's, yeah. Not that that's well, OK. Some people are willing to risk it. Yeah. I mean, not not that I'm not that I'm supporting that. Yeah. I'm just finally resonating with. Yeah. Or understanding, accepting no, I, the fact that the unknown is what is keeping everybody so fearful. So, so, totally. And it always Ugh. does. And then I think just the saddest part of who it affects the most, right? Yeah. And these, these kids, kids, these kids, and especially kids who don't have access to like parents being home or help or internet connection. Did you see the stats? 66%. I want to say I might be wrong. No, I think Something you're right. Around 66% of African-American kids living like in inner city space. I think they were talking about, it might not have been San Francisco. Sorry, I'm way off on my info here, but a really high percentage of African-American kids and um, Latino kids don't have internet access. So they haven't been learning for an entire year. Right. I know try to zoom, try to zoom with no internet access. Computers, But if you don't have internet access, it's irrelevant. And if you don't have a parent who can take you down to the school for that, like special programs they're having, would even do so the saddest thing for me is to think like yes it's all of our kids are suffering and it's not we don't need to compare but i do think about just that I'm like, i know gosh that's terrible like it's not just one year it's going to be like a lifelong effect right you, you can't I mean, I'm not just saying we can't recover from this but i know I but think there's impact that's going to last a long time a long time i mean there will be yeah. children who don't 
And this is like sad. Like there will yeah. be children who don't come back who from don't this. Catch up. Yeah. yeah, I sent you. That's the video I right. Yeah, Can I share that with you. No, what? About kids who can't catch yeah, up. Like yeah, just like it actually was the, the loss of the time of an African American man who grew up in a family with two working parents and who really relied on the schools free lunches yeah. and also just the support and help. And he was like, if I were a kid now, he's like, I know what would happen. He's like, I'd be at home with no help and no internet. Yeah. And he's like, and I don't blame my parents for that. That's just the way. Right. That was, was their life. Yeah. And he's like, and so um, I just can't help but think like what a big learning gap this would is going to create for so many kids. For so many children. So we can only hope, I, I know we can't stay in the like, the I, I can stay in the anger or the the resentment or the upset, you know, feelings. But I think what's more important is that we're like, can feel those things and then how do we move forward that's where like, I just like yeah. I'm ready to like pick myself up and make some yeah I've just I've got to because I, I, make some individual choices right? the the anger and frustration I I hit my peak with that I hear you so I just like yeah now so I've, I've got to start making some choices or some you know what I mean I feel like I feel like one of the hardest things that I've faced this entire year is because Reese was a, it was her first year in her public school so yeah. I know I know none of the staff. Yeah. I know none of the parents. You don't know what it feels like to be on campus. Right. But I mean, school. I'm like, I'm, I'm a go getter in the sense that I would have like rallied people to, yeah. I mean, you know, what, do we need to raise money? Do right. we need to get who, what kids do we need to get internet access right. to? What kids can we get a computer to? What kids? I mean, yeah. and not that the school is, our school isn't doing that, but they need support. People can, yeah. yes, people within the community can do more yeah. and we know that. And yeah. so it's just, yeah, it's just, it's tragedy all over the yes. place. Yeah. It's tragedy yeah. all over the place. Yeah. And so it's not about pointing fingers so much as no. like, how do we, how, where do we go from here? Yeah. 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 And it's hard when you're just like one person who doesn't really know anybody, know. you know, I mean, what do you do? Right. That's you where it's just like, I, now I need to start making choices for my own family to make sure that we're, yeah. you know, we're it doing works. what works That's for us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Within the options, little options we have. Yeah. And so white privilege just continues. I know. Which and is. I think that's a whole other. I mean, talk thing. about. Right. Talk we about tragedy. To either stay in public, go to private. Like, and not yeah. all of us have that choice. No. Because we're white, but that, that's not what we're saying. But just this idea of this separation, this is going to continue to create. I think this is going to create even more separation, which is after a year like we just had in 2020, right. where we Tried learned so, so learn. much. Yeah. And yeah. now it feels like the divide is going to get larger. Oh, and it is. And I mean, it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. even feel like that. It is. Yeah. And I... Socioeconomically, everything. Yeah. I mean, sorry, we're really ending this on a devastating note. Okay. Shit, okay. okay. We'll talk about that another time. God, the like reality. Like, I know, the reality of this whole thing. It's heavy. But if we talk, if we do talk about it, we can, you know, at least understand and maybe even be able to take some steps maybe hopefully yeah, yeah. to change some things or yeah. at least let other people know that we're here and we hear Supporting you and we're and yeah I mean I know there's a lot of women in our community that have worked really hard yes yes but I'm thinking of a couple women that we know that have worked really hard to advocate for the children and I'm like go that's awesome like, yeah I'm so I don't know I, I feel like I haven't done enough but yet I'm doing my part the way that I can yeah absolutely know? absolutely so on that note and on that note, okay, so go back. Let's get back. Claire D'Angelo is essential. Go watch Claire okay. D'Angelo is essential. Yeah. Is that <laughs> and then we'll. Um, well, I'm not saying oh, that necessarily. <laughs> okay, we might need to blast some. But it's something. Yeah, exactly. And um, 
and more come, come see our Instagram stories tomorrow. Well, yeah. today because you're listening to this on Thursday. Yeah, and then and then all of our fun Hawaii stuff. Yeah, next week. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be on stories more. Yeah. All right. All right. Later, babes. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at heybabe.mk so we can keep the conversations from this podcast going, give you a preview of our imperfect and very real lives. Did we mention we have six kids, six and under between us? And be the first to find out about our fun events and offerings.